everybody. Welcome back to the For Reals Up podcast with Amanda and Jessica. Hi, everybody. We're back. So, you know, life happens and we missed last week. Um, it's just been a busy month and we want to be authentic and we don't want to record if we're just not feeling it. It's not like a natural feeling if we're both stressed or rushed. And so we took a week off and we're back, right? Yes. Yes. So last year we did it no matter what. We made sure to post one podcast a week unless there was something crazy going on. And towards the end of the year, um, we took a break, a big giant break. And what we've decided to do is stick with our authenticity. And if we don't feel it or it doesn't work out, then we skip that week and we just keep going. Yep. Yep. So we are back and we thought we'd do something fun since it's been a little bit of time that we've kind of met back together and there's things we haven't talked about. And so we decided to implement this new thing where we talk about some things in our life. Um, and we want to kind of go over what's one thing that's like challenging going on in our life. One, what's something that's fun that's going on in our life and things that we're working on learning in our life just to inspire you and get us sharing more about what we're working on um, because we this podcast for us is all about inspiring other middle-aged women like ourselves with like ideas and self-growth and self-healing and self-learning and we're doing these things in our own life and we're we've been discussing a lot of topics and related in relation to all this but then we want to get a little bit deeper and kind of share like each week sometimes it'll be more in depth sometimes it might be short but each week we want to share with you personally like what are we working on what are we learning what are we doing to continue to work on ourselves as humans and work on this um i don't know this never-ending experience of life of being better people and and pushing ourselves to the next level so i'm excited I am too. I'm excited to be able to share a little bit about myself every week um, and what's going on in my life because I always have something exciting going on. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. And that's what inspired me to kind of want to do this. So um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with something, a challenge you're facing? Do you want to start with the fun thing? What do you want to start with? So it's a new thing or a fun thing, a challenging thing. And then what's the other topic? What, what we're working on. Something what we're working, working on, on learning, uh, reading, whatever. Okay. I'm going to share with you because this is fresh in my mind right now. My, um, my challenge, my challenge this week was that I gave myself a due date to get my website going up and going by the end of the month. And the end of the month is fastly approaching and I am absolutely, I've accomplished nothing. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I read. I read for what? Like, what? What is it for? Like, so my website is for my business. Phoenix Legal Solutions is continuing to be the name of my business, but it's going to be the mediation, the divorce mediation, the divorce coaching, and all the things in between, right? Um, and so I wanted to make it official, get my own website going um, that includes the CDFA in it. Now that I have that, and. Um, I enlisted one of my friend's sisters who made her own website and I liked it um, to help me and we exchanged services. So I was going to help her with her divorce coaching situation that she's in right now. And she was going to help me with my website. And that was what we were going to do. Very tribal. I loved it. And I helped, I've been helping her all month and she keeps reaching out to me and she's like, Jessica, what can I do for your website? Like, where are you at? Let me help you. Let me help you. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I just, 
what I, my challenge and my new learning is all in one thing about myself, right? So my challenge was I was not getting anywhere with this website and I wasn't letting her help me. My new thing that I learned about myself was that I don't let people help me. <laughs> I don't take help from people and I don't like it. And I wanna just do everything myself. And that's not, that's not how to be. It's not how to be um, in society, but as a woman in society, we're tribal creatures. And I've said that more than once in this podcast. And um, so trying to get myself back into that tribal mindset of she can help me, I can help her and let it happen and let it flow. And I've just like stopped all the flow because I got to do it myself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, we really did come from previous generations of everybody needing to work together for things to get done. And I don't know when it switched. When did it switch? Or we feel like we have to do everything ourselves. It's okay, so the concept is masculine versus feminine thinking, right? The masculine thinking is power, control, individualism. The feminine thinking, a concept of thinking is um, group think, and, but not in a manipulative way, right? Like everybody comes together and they put in all their little skill sets and everybody helps each other with a community. It's more of a community sort of mindset. And so when that happened in society, our society we live in is still dominated by that masculine thinking. I'm not talking about man versus woman, okay? I'm talking about masculine versus feminine. And um, we still live in that society. And us women have never really had a place in this current today society that is run by the masculine because we naturally don't think that way. We don't, it's not a natural thing for us. And so we've learned and, and you know, brainwashed ourselves to be in the masculine when I I've told you since last year there's a feminine like there's a feminine wave coming through and we're trying to switch things to more of a feminine type of I don't know thinking and so I think that's what I'm doing as well I'm trying to switch over to more of a feminine way of life and that is this but it's I'm still letting the masculine sneak yeah, in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to think about because um, I think there's the, the masculine side is that competitiveness mm -hmm. side. So when you're asking for help, then you, you just want to be able to do it yourself. It's like it's competing to have somebody do it better than you or do it for you. Like, no, I can just do it all myself. I'll just figure it out. Well, I don't trust people. I have a trust issue. I've yeah. been let down by so many people in my life that that's a trauma pattern for me is not to trust people and only believe that I'm the only one who can do things. Right. And also, you know, like, well, for me, it's also, I don't like putting people out and asking them for help. I want to do it myself. And also I know how I want it done and I'm afraid they're not going to do it the way I see yes. it. Yes. And, that's a know, trust thing learned, too. Yeah. So what I've learned is really hard though is that it's okay to like have somebody like, first of all, people want to help you and like to help you and want to give back. And they're excited about their expertise too. So we need to let them do that. Um, but then it's okay to give feedback and say, Hey, I like what you did here, but can we like adjust there and let the, you know, give feedback. And not, most of the time people don't take that personal because they want to make you happy. Yeah. 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 So that's my challenge and my new discovery about myself. Yay. Growth. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm the same way. Um, I'm okay, like doing, like I'll go for somebody else. I'll do all the things they need. But then when it's my turn, 
to ask them for help. No, but I love being able to like help people. And so I think we have to remember like how that feels for us yes. to help people and let other people do that for us. But it's really hard. Well, really, you know, the really, the thing that really just finally made me realize was the fact that it was almost the end of the month and I was getting nowhere by myself and I needed help. I needed help, but I didn't want to admit that I needed help. But if I want to meet this deadline, I've got somebody literally bothering me, telling me I can help you. I can help you. I got to let her help me so I can meet the deadline. So that's my challenge. And that's my new thing that I learned about myself. What about you? Yeah. So we both got these planners. Um, these, how do you say it? Ritual, ritual planners. Yeah. I, I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just ritual, ritual with a W. Yeah. And they're really neat. Um, they, they're structured. So there's, they're based off the moon cycle. So it'll tell you what the moon is. And then there's also a place to do tarot cards, but there's a section for each like area. Um, and, and like it, as you go through, and there's actually like in the full moon, which was just this week on January 25th, there was a section called what is no longer serving me. And so I feel like that's where I'll talk about my challenge. I, what I wrote and journaled about in the section was just that I think the challenge for me is always wishing I was somewhere like I, somewhere where I'm not like, I, I always think want to like, I want to like know all this information or be in a place that's like. I'm there. I'm already there and I'm done. But I, I always have to like continually remind myself, like, like this is, this is the process. Like I can't just have like instant download of information and the joy is in the journey. And I just need to like embrace the slowness of life. Cause I really struggle with that. I just like, I want it now. I want to know, I want to know all this information. I want to have this done. I want to have this completed. I want to figure this out. I want to learn that. And it's like, my mind is always like, I wish I was like, I wish I was there. I always wish I was like, was done mm-hmm. or completed or like, and it's always like this pressure always on myself that like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And I think my, one of my biggest challenges in life is just to continually remind myself that I'm like exactly where I'm supposed to be in my journey. And like, I'm not supposed to be there yet. I'm here for a reason. I always feel like I'm behind, like everybody else learned this when they were younger and I'm older and like, like, there's just not, I'll, I don't know. You get it what I'm saying. Yes. So, like, yes. That's my challenge. I think this month and in, in my life in general, <laughs> it's just that like, it's okay where I'm at. Like, just be okay with where you're at in the journey, in the process, and, like, stop trying to be somewhere that you're not. Yep. I think that's my yep. big challenge. Shout out to Misty, who was our guest last year. She's the one who got me that book for my birthday, and Amanda was like, I need that, too. <laughs> yeah, because it, it brings, so you don't always know what you need, want or need to journal mm-hmm. about. Like, right. you don't always know, like, and so this, this has been amazing because it, like, really, like, helps me like hone in on like what I need to, I don't know, just give me ideas on like what I should talk about or what I should write about. And then there's a tarot card reading for the day. And that like inspires thoughts because like you think about things and um, where you're at in your day or what's going on. And um, yeah, so it's been a really cool book to have. And I like have been consistently writing in it and using it every day. And I think it's really helpful. It's perfect because you needed to start a journal habit anyway. So this is perfect I did. For that you. was one of my New Year's goals was to well, start. Boom. I know. And this has like really been helpful for me to like, because it forces me to sit down and do it. 
Because yeah. I'm just somebody that's like, oh, I need to go clean. I need to do this. I need, and this is like, okay, it's like a thing on my to-do list, but it forces me to sit down. And then once I'm sitting down, I'm inspired to do it. Yeah. Because then my brain's going and I'm writing and I'm thinking and like, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's some, some days I have more time than others to do it. And then other days I'm like, well, I'll just do minimal as possible because I don't have a lot of time today, but yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now we are, we talked about the challenge of the week. And so I want to hear about your fun thing. I want to hear about, cause that, this okay. is, and I already, I, I'm picking your fun thing for you. <laughs> I want you to tell me what you did. <laughs> Jessica, we talked about there was a full moon this week and you went to a full moon ceremony. So I want to hear. Yes. About so on Thursday, um, I took uh, Misty again. Here's Misty again. Um, I took her to um, this full moon ceremony because it was her birthday. So her birthday was on a full moon. And she has been talking for about two or three months about using blue lotus, like using it in her tea ceremonies for her therapy clients and just getting a hold of some. Um, but she hadn't actually, you know, used it or done it yet. And so I got her some blue Lotus flowers to use in her tea. And then I got her some tincture, but also we went to this blue Lotus themed full moon ceremony. Um, and the reason it was themed with the blue Lotus is because the blue Lotus, um, is famous for, uh, moving stagnant and energy, moving your stagnant energy. And this is a full wolf moon. And so it's perfect at this time while we're in the middle of winter and everything's just supposed to be dormant and quiet to get moving because it's going to start warming up. I mean, it's going to be February soon and it already is warming up here in Colorado and it's just kind of time, right. To start waking up to that cold dormant winter. And, um, and so it was the first time that either one of us had experienced blue Lotus at all in our lives. But this ceremony was amazing because it was at a place called plant magic cafe in Denver. And they are all about, uh, the plant medicine, all of it. It's the psychedelics, the non-psychedelics, everything. And blue Lotus is actually like a psychoactive. So it does have an effect on you. And, um, and so we did a tea and then we also smoked it. She made some blue Lotus, like little cigars or little cigarettes, but that has a bunch oh, of different other herbs in it. Yeah. And so we did both. Um, but she played drum. We did a drum circle, played drums. She, she used her drum <laughs> and, um, and then, um, she gave us some history on the blue Lotus. She gave us some history on the value of smoking it versus drinking it in the tea. Um, her own experiences with the blue Lotus and, um, and it, it goes all the way back to Egyptian times. Like, I guess when they opened King Tuck's tomb out popped a blue Lotus. So, um, so yeah, it goes all the way back to that. And anyway, so it was literally, I will tell you that it was literally the first time, and this has been a struggle with me basically for the last three years. First time I was able to successfully meditate. I know I am literally the anti-meditator and I actually made it meditated for the first time, even released something during my mediation or mediation meditation. <laughs> I even released something. Um, I had a little bit of tears. Um, it was really amazing. It was really amazing. But then we did this really cool thing at the end where we chanted to each other. So you had a partner, which Misty was my partner, and you said something because you asked the medicine when you took it, 
what do I need to release, right? So before you're drinking your tea, when you're smoking, you ask the medicine, what do I need to release? And then you get the message, you're supposed to get the message in that meditation. And then you write it down on like a, a note card. And then you write down a sentence or two and hand it to your partner. And she plays a four minute song. It's a beautiful song. She plays it. Um, and during that four minutes, Misty chants the things I wrote down to me. Over and over and over and over and over and over for four minutes. And oh then I know. And then I do the same to her with the things she wrote down on her card. And the, the, the concept is to rewire your brain. So whatever it was that was stagnant was you were telling yourself that same thing over and over and over it was causing the stagnancy. And so the whole point is to bring the blue lotus in and release or attempt to release, but then to retrain your brain for the new thing that you wanted instead of the stagnancy. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So do, you, do you want to share? Or do you feel comfortable sharing what you? No. Yeah. Mine was rejection. Um, I, you know, I, I said the two sentences I wrote down was something along the lines of um, release the rejection. Um, it, it isn't real. It's not real. It, it's not. And it's because of this rejection that I have felt in my entire life from the very, very beginnings where the trauma was caused, where the, the childhood trauma was caused, it causes me to be like ultra suspicious of people. And so I always tend to think, and this was revealed to me in my mediation, I owe or meditation. Sorry, I keep saying mediation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but I always tend to believe that even if someone's looking at me and saying, I love you, Jessica, I think you're great. I think you're awesome. I always think that they actually don't. And I always think that they secretly don't like me. And that's just, it's ridiculous, but it's because of that rejection early on in my childhood. So the whole concept was for me to release that and to not believe those things, not believe what I'm, you know, what, what I tell myself, but that kind of goes hand in hand with the book that we're reading, the untethered soul. Oh my gosh. It's so where good. We, I yeah. cannot wait to talk about this. If you, guys, so if you guys want to check out Untethered Soul, because we're going to be talking about it, so good. Like, it is like, Whoa. I. so usually we talked about this before, but usually we pick, I pick up these books and they're usually disappointing to me. That's why I did. I was hesitant to start it because I was like, I'm, I know I'm going to be disappointed again. I'm going to read this and I'm going to be like, I know this stuff, but this is not. This is really extremely helpful and so good. I cannot wait for our episode on this. But that's, I mean, it was, it was like, it, I always have synchronicity now, like right now I'm always having synchronicity. So, um, I had the day before we did this blue lotus ceremony, I was learning about hape, which is a, a tobacco type substance that's smoked in the Amazon and the Amazon for a little bit of psychoactive purposes, but also for ceremony. And she has been in the Amazon. She's been in Peru. She's been in, um, all these places wow. in, in like, um, Vietnam and, and places where they use hape. She literally had an, a, a, a tapestry behind her of a man using the hape on himself. So I was just like, I'm looking at that. And I had sent Misty that stuff the day before. And I'd also ordered some hape and the little, the little applicator thing the day before. And I looked at her and said, do you see what that is right there? She's like, yep, it's totally synchronicity. So um, the synchronicity here is that we're reading about the untethered soul and about the voice that you have within yourself that tells you the lies that it tells you. Right? Mm -hmm. And this, I was discovered, it, it was discovered through my, uh, my meditation that this is a lie that I tell myself. And, you know, I know where it stems from but it's time to let it go.
So yeah, that's so my that's my new thing. Yay. Yay. That's awesome. I'm so glad you did that. I want to look more into Blue Lotus because that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love, so Jessica's super into plant medicine and just like natural healing. And I love all this stuff for you. I love that you got to do that and experience all of it. And it just sounds like a, just a fun, neat experience, unique, unique experience for sure. It was, it was, um, it was really you know, Does you she just do that like every full moon then there, or, or is that just ri a random thing? Um, I don't know. It was the first time we'd ever been there or heard of it, or but they do all the plant medicine ceremonies. They do all of them, even the poison yeah. dart frog, Did the poison dart frog one. With her as a. Or well, the funny thing is, is we didn't get to, but she did tell me and Misty, she's like, you guys are so special. And then she had an entire group of people, like every, there was over 15 people in that room. And she just pulls us aside. She's like, you guys are so special. And we're like, yeah, oh, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to go back. And then yes. her and yeah, check out other things that she offers there. Cause that sounds really, really neat. Yeah. Okay. So what was your new thing? Okay, my new thing. You don't know about this yet. It's a new new thing. I haven't I haven't talked. We haven't talked about new new thing. No. It's, so Holly, who was on one of our other episodes, she, what was that episode? That was a while ago. But she was on a previous episode. Divine she, feminine. It was the divine feminine. Yeah. So how would you describe her? She's a spiritual. I call um, her my spiritual advisor. Um, yeah, spiritual advisor is a great word for her. She's a spiritual yeah. advisor. And Jessica's used her for a while, and she also officiated Jessica's wedding. Mm -hmm. um, and so I met her then in person, then we've done the podcast with her. And then I just recently did a reading with her um, not too long ago. But anyway, she messaged me randomly this week. She texted me and she said that she had a dream about me um, in her dream. And she doesn't really do that very often. And in the dream, we were, we were so that day, I think in that, that day or the day before she wasn't feeling well. Um, and that's her, her, I don't know what's going on with her personally, but so she wasn't feeling well. So she was researching some things to help her feel better. And she came across a concept called neurographica. I think I'm saying that right. Anyway, she was, so in the dream, I was in the dream and she was looking at these drawings of, from the neurographica. Um, and we were both um, looking at them and they were meant something, some connection to human design. And we were both fascinated over this drawing. So anyway, uh, so that made me want to look up neurographica and, and see what it is. And so basically it's this concept, it's a kind of a meditative practice actually. So it goes, it kind of goes along with your thing where you meditate. So it's supposed to help with anxiety and just um, release things. And you're supposed to be like kind of in a meditative state. It's a drawing that's like a, a, just a natural drawing that happens. So you, and I've watched some YouTube videos and learned about it, but basically it was created not too long ago. I think I want to say 2014 or 2015 or something. I don't know. I, I could be wrong on the date by a Russian scientist. And you use drawing to, to release things and to meditate. And, but there's a specific way you do it. You want to start with a line and and you want to just like let the the you don't want it to you want to kind of go the opposite way of what you think it want, wants to go and it, and then they end up being like really beautiful then you color it in and it becomes this really pretty thing so i 
I practiced it. Let me see where my notebook is. But but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so it was really fun. I went to the store and I bought some sketch paper and I bought some pencils some markers and I practiced it and I was like, I could see this being a really good way for me because I struggle with meditation too. And so just being able to clear the mind because I always fall asleep. And I, so I feel like there's other ways, like for me, like usually going for a walk in nature or like even cleaning because my mind's kind of clear, those are better for me. And this seems mm -hmm. like better for me too. And it's just like a way it forces you, you know, when you paint, I feel like that's a, it's kind of like mm -hmm. this meditative natural state that you get in because you're just like, your mind is clear. And yes. that's the whole concept of this is like using this, uh, these lines that you draw as, and it kind of takes you into this deep state. So I, I put on my headphones and I like turned on some meditative mu music and I just practiced drawing the lines and practiced like what that felt like. And I think it takes some time. Like it didn't come natural to me right away. If I, I thought it would just be easy and it actually was kind of hard for me to do because I wanted to like control the line. Cause you're so used to when you're writing, you right, know, like, right. Oh, great line. And so it was really hard to like, just let, it kind of flow and uh, so I had to pra I practiced a bit and then I was like so then I watched some more YouTube videos and I learned about it and anyway I just wanted to share with you about it because I thought it, first of all I thought it was interesting that Holly texted me and brought this up and that I was yes and then it had related to human design which is what I want to talk about next with, with what I'm working on and learning about but um but I just thought it was it was a really fun thing and I want you to look into it too because it's it's interesting well, it is interesting um, that you say this because, first of all, I think that I remember Holly telling me at some point during her readings, she does do this while she's doing readings with people, um, and she'll come up with these these interesting drawings that she's created. So I think that's something she does do or did do during the readings. But um, I, in, in high school mostly, but also in college, um, during lectures, I would do that on my papers tire yeah, notebooks full of just swirls and this and that and mm -hmm. just doodles and I always just called it doodling but yeah, it was it like a, it was like a meditative state it was a hundred percent like that and yeah. I and loved it and I did used to do this when I was because I would and I would color over and if you want I would almost draw over and over too sometimes like mine are usually hard I have to say but I would draw over and over them like in circles and when you watch uh -huh. the guy from Russia who did this he does like go over and over a lot of his lines that he already drew so the first part there's like sections to it the first part you're just drawing these lines which are straight lines but they're not straight lines they're like there's swerves and movements to them as you go and you're it's supposed to be a slow process like not fast you're supposed to kind of go about slow but then the next part is you're kind of like feeling in the lines a little bit mm -hmm. and then there, and then the lot which is actually a little bit hard for me because when I was doing it because again I'm always rush rush it was forcing me to like do like slow down and like color over the lines and I was like okay I, I can tell this is going to be hard for me because <laughs> I, I have to sit here I have to sit here and do this yeah meditate like it I would uh, so and then the last part is shading it in and oh i do have an example this please don't look at this as a way to do it because <laughs> i'm learning but this is like um 
the, the, I'll show you the first completed one I've done. And I just made it really simple. This is my first completed one. Oh, I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, so I, they, I don't know if this is how they typically look, but that's how my first completed one looks. So you, when you, so basically the people that can't see, it's like swirly lines and they're colored in and then you fill it in with color and it creates yeah. different, it's art. Different, it's art. Different, yeah, it's unique art. So what was happening when you were doing that? Were you in a meditative state or were you listening to a book or what were you doing? So I turn, I put my headphones in to like shut everybody out, shut all the external sounds out. And I went, I went on Spotify and I just typed in meditative music. And Mm. so I tried to get myself into like this peaceful place. That was after I had already like practiced drawing a bunch of lines just to see what it felt like. And so then I was like, okay, let me see. Oh, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to write something that you, same as this, you're supposed to write something that you want to release or that you need to like, so like maybe you're feeling rejection. So you write that on the back of the paper. Okay. And then as you like meditate, like that's kind of the theme or the concept of this art piece that you're supposed to release and work through in this meditation. And so you do the lines and like that, and then you just get into that place. I don't think I did completely get there because it was such a new concept for me. Like it was, I tried, I definitely tried. Mm -hmm. And for me, I kept like wanting to close my eyes and just like do it. But I don't know if that's the right thing, but I just was trying to like feel like let the pen do its thing. Like, you know, without me like guiding it or controlling it. But yeah, it was interesting. Well, that's, that's super cool. Maybe you should get some blue lotus tea though, and try to it'll oh, put you, yeah. put you more in that state where you're not distracted. Yeah. 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 I, I definitely like tea. Tea is my thing. So I, I'll definitely have to check out, see if I could find some blue lotus tea. Oh, you can on Amazon. It's really easy. Yeah. Um, well, that is awesome. I love that. So I feel like you, you have to talk about your new thing next, but I feel like this is just another thing to add to all the new things that you've been exploring since the beginning of the year that it doesn't, they don't, they don't necessarily line up all together, but I feel like you're going to figure out how this all fits and all the yeah, pieces fit into this puzzle. I thought it was interesting that she had the dream and told me, cause it does line up with <laughs> like what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I went to a couple of, before she messaged me, I went to like a restore yoga, which I've never done because I always felt like when I was working out in the past, it needs to be like a workout. Yeah. Like I need to work out. It's boring. I need, I want to like journal was one of them I, working on meditating, like really getting peace in myself, grounding, like connecting to myself. And so I'm trying these new things. And so this week I went to restore yoga and I just like have been like writing in this journal consistently. Like I feel like I'm doing these things. And then she sent me that message and I was like, this just goes along with my whole week. Like it's so weird because I haven't done these things and I'm starting to do these things. And then now she introduced this into it. So I feel like I'm supposed to try it and do it. And Mm -hmm. so then, um, yeah, she, she, I think it was on Friday she messaged me because then it was Friday because then <clears throat> I didn't have time and I was like, I'm going to the store and I'm buying myself my own new little art book and I'm buying myself some new markers. I got like a new marker thing and I like purposely made a trip to Target 
and bought myself some new stuff so I could just explore this. And then I watched several YouTube videos and I spent all this time like just doing it. It was fun. Good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So next we, I think we should move on and let's just talk about what we are both learning, working on, studying or, or that kind of thing. So do you want to share or you, what do you work um, on? Well, so as a generator, and that's a little bit of human design stuff. I know that I have to follow my passion. I have to follow, find a passion, follow my passion. Um, and I, you know, I've tried, I've said this before, but I try to get, I'm trying to get out of the divorce realm and it just keeps sucking me back in. And, um, and so I, I've realized and resigned myself to that's where my career is right now. That's where my main moneymaker is. Um, and I get the most satisfaction from divorce coaching and divorce mediation. Um, and so I think I'm just, I'm just good there right now, but my side gig is still this Shiva's natural wellness company and my new exciting passion right now, my, my find my joy and follow my joy is I am just becoming so passionate about maybe creating a line of, um, of beauty products for women so that we can all just pull away from all of the mainstream toxicity that we keep putting on our body's biggest organ, which is our skin. And so I started off making body butter with Kaylee, uh, in December and, or maybe it was November and we were just doing it as, um, I, she was teaching me a skill, right. That she has. And then we were doing it as Christmas gifts because to give out. And then we made candles as well both with tallow, which is the beef fat, right? And I've just become obsessed with it now. <laughs> and I am making lotion and I'm making balm. And I've, I'm now, as we speak, we made some amazing, we made lotion bars with the tallow. Yeah. The bars though, shaped like flowers. They're so pretty. I'm going to post it on my, on my Instagram. I have a video. I have been really bad about posting videos, um, and reels, but, um, but yeah, so the boys in my house, because we have four boys, including my husband, because I call him a boy because he is a boy. Um, <laughs> we have four boys in my house and three, and including me, three girls. And I'm making all of these flowery jasmine flavored stuff. And they were like, well, we want some too, but we want it to smell like men. Yeah, <laughs> and so now more neutral shapes and less yeah. flowery. Shapes. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda's like, I don't necessarily like all the flowers. So I'm going to be yeah, the men won't. No, you're right. Um, so the boys have said that in their opinion, men smell like tobacco and, and so, and like, what, what do they say? Um, like things that, like wood and stuff. So I found a sandalwood oil that I like an essential oil. And then I bought a pound of tobacco leaves, like the really strong ones, like the strongest ones they have at the company that I got them from. And I'm, as we speak, I'm infusing tobacco leaves in some tallow on my stove right now. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to but, hear what it smells like. But yeah, so this is my joy. This is my passion. This is what, and I'm learning new stuff constantly about creating these non-toxic products that, um, that don't have the chemicals, don't have, it's all natural products that already have benefits, you know, that, that your body loves and needs. And, um, I've heard some really good stuff back from not my first batch, but my second batch of, um, 
of the body butter. So I, I made a jasmine flavor and I've given it out to like three or four different people and they love it. So it also, it has tallow, but it has about five or six other uh, skin beneficial oils. So that's what, that's my exciting thing I'm doing. But yeah, what about you? Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is all going to lead somewhere really cool. But right now you're just like experimenting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, and every idea that comes to me, I'm, I jump on it. Every idea. Like I literally have a friend right now who can't sleep. She's like, she's up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, okay, so first of all, you need some magnesium. But second of all, I'm going to make her a tincture now. I ordered all this stuff on Amazon. I'm going to make her a sleep tincture. So yeah, awesome. it's just everything that comes my way. I'm absorbing it like a sponge. <laughs> awesome. There's also some great crystals too that help with sleep. So you should mm -hmm. look into that too. Because you could put like... You could make a bar and like put a couple crystals in there too. That yep. Come out, like that are yep. supposed to be good for sleep. But I don't know if that would like um, take away from their benefit or not. But I don't think so. I don't know. Not, not if it's like a lotion bar or something where it's a soft sort of. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But I think everyone needs to know what you're doing that's new and exciting because it's really new and exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, so I probably, maybe we should like introduce it and then talk about it in the next episode because we're already getting to like 40, almost 40 minutes. So, okay, well, so, so what I'll share what I've been working on and learning about is a, several things. Obviously, the neurographic is one thing too. Um, but the, um, I started in October, we talked about me learning about human design, and I definitely want to have an episode where we go more into human design, but I'm yes. also like really full on studying astrology. I got an astrology book and I'm studying everything and, um, studying the planets, studying the signs, studying the moon signs, all of it. I'm learning about all of it, which I'm like super excited about, um, along with human design, which I'm also super excited about. And so those two things like combined, I'm like really passionate and learning and loving it. And just like, it's like filling me up with like so much joy and fun. Like it's adding a lot of fun to my life. Just like you're making the, making this, the lotions and things, which by the way, I enjoy that too. And I enjoyed doing that with you when I was in Denver and I wish I lived closer so we could do that more often. Yeah. So we do that with you. Yeah. Um, I, yeah so, so that's what I'm learning about. And one big thing that we wanted to talk about, and I think we should save this for the next episode too, is, is talking about Pluto moving into Aquarius because it's been in Capricorn since 20 or 2008, 2008. Yes. And it just, just this past week, um, about a week ago or so moved into Aquarius and it has not been in Aquarius since 1776. So it's a super cool thing that's happening right now in astrology. The, wait, wait, wait. The American Revolution, people. Okay. The American Revolution was the last time <laughs> that this planetary lineup happened. <laughs> yes. These things happen when Pluto is an Aquarius. It's well, and just... this is the thing. You sent me that podcast and the podcast is a four hour long podcast and it outlines all the way to the beginning that they ever knew that this very first happened where Pluto went into Aquarius and then every time it happened throughout history, before Christ, after Christ, the BC 80 thing. Well, um, the interesting thing is, though, astrology has been around for forever, but we didn't study. We didn't know about Pluto until 1930, I think, or was it 1920? Somewhere in there is when the planet was discovered. Uh -huh. So all these astrologers, all these years have studied 
thoroughly lots of the other planets. I think Uranus was like 1781 though and Saturn, but way back in time, there, there was obviously the sun and the moon and some of the more obvious planets that they could see. And they've been studied for a very, very long time, but Pluto is very new. And so it really hasn't been studied maybe to the last, not even hundred years, but almost a hundred years. And so, yeah, you're right. He had to go back and like calculate when Pluto was in Aquarius all these different times. And then he studied what was happening in the world during those times. And then he made a four hour long podcast. What, what is that called? Like podcast, the podcast channel. I think it's called the podcast channel. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. He also has a YouTube channel. Huh? I don't remember but what the, I don't even remember the guy's name, but it was really fascinating. I only got through the first hour and a half. And it was just like crazy. The stuff that, that they said, it was big things, big, like tumultuous things in society or groundbreaking concepts and ideas in being introduced to our societies, or there was war involved, but every single time there was a giant breakthrough in what we know about astrology every single time. So that was one of the consistent things that happened. Um, the guy's name is uh no 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 that's not it is that it like brennan something pluto and aquarius in history and it's called the podcast the pod the astrology podcast um and it chris brennan chris brennan and nick best nick dagan best those are the the guys that we listen to yeah so yeah Big, big thing, but I think we should definitely talk more about this um, in another podcast because we already are past 40 minutes. <laughs> We've been talking forever already, uh, but I, yeah, I'm excited to talk more about that and any anything else that we need to say today on this episode. No, but I, I do want to bring out really quick, if everybody has been feeling like I have been in January, that it was stagnant, that it was like I was trudging through mud and I had all these big ideas for the new year for the January one kind of thing and I had all this energy that I thought I was going to be able to manifest that I just could not um I think for the first time in my life I experienced what a lot of people around me are talking about right now and that that is that January one is not the new year it's not any new anything. It's not supposed to be the new year. It's not the new year in nature. It's not the new year, you know, astrology wise. And I think this was the first time that I felt that January was not it, that that was not when I was supposed to be starting all this new stuff that I was excited about. Um, and yeah, I, so much resistance. Yeah, you definitely felt so January has definitely been a rough month for you, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. and but also there's lots of things going on with lots of planets moving into Capricorn, which are Capricorn, lots of things going on with your chart that I think also impact you. But yeah, it's been a rough month. And I, I've always felt that resistance with January. I feel better more towards the end of January, but the first half of January is always like a resistance for me, like of just not wanting to do. And I always attributed it to like, like just getting done with Christmas and like January exhausting month. and there's I don't know it's just like it, it feels a little bit more heavier like you know it's yeah it's just like you're in the dead of winter and there's you know there's I don't know so I always like it just didn't feel like the energy was there for it mm -hmm. um, 
but my month has been kind of weird for me. Like I felt really like almost like content in a sense and like, but also like really like motivated to like get things like clean and organized and almost like this nesting thing, which is very strange for me. Um, cause I'm usually not wanting to clean <laughs> at all. So like, that's been really weird for me. And I, I feel like that's also maybe something to do with things shifting and I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's definitely yeah. unusual. So if you're, well, I we def- what was that list you sent me? Like you sent me a list and it was like, if you're feeling any of those things, I think it was on Instagram and, and it was, we both had things on the list. Like, yeah. So is it this morning? Did I send that to you this morning? I think it was like in the last couple of days. I don't think it was this morning, hmm. but I think we're both experiencing it, but just in two different ways. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember where that list was, but we are, um, yeah, we're, I think everything is, you said you woke up feeling better this morning and more yes. motivated and, Maybe it was something to do with your lotus ceremony, or maybe it's just kind of where you're at. You're working through things. I am on the background and on the forefront. So just just a shout out to everybody else who's feeling that way. It's, it's, it's okay. It's normal. It's supposed to happen right now because we are in the dead of winter. Winter. <laughs> yeah, it was. So you sent me a thing on the full moon energy, and the full moon says... Um, emotional releases, more tired than usual, but then it also has new motivation and drive to accomplish your goals. Um, so there's like a mixture of both. Well, and I knew, I do know that sometimes like when you're working with the psychoactives and the psychedelics, you have to allow the integration to occur. So it's not like you wake up the next day and you're better or you've completely released it. Sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a week, sometimes. And I know um, when we when we facilitate psych- psychedelic um, ceremonies, we talk about the integration before and after the use of the medicine themselves. So um, it's, it's definitely like, I'm in the integration period from the blue lotus for sure, but also that full moon scenario. Um, but I have for the first time ever acknowledged that the January one is not it's not, it's, I'm still need to be hibernating. <laughs> so, one last thing before we end, you mentioned that you were able to meditate with the blue Lotus. Mm-hmm. So are, how are you going to utilize this or what are you going to do moving forward? Do you have like, are you going to try this again and try to meditate again? Or how are you going to, what are you thinking? Yeah, I definitely, I'm going to just do the tea though. I'm not going to smoke it because I had a headache for two days after, and I'm pretty sure it's because of the smoking. Cause I don't smoke. Like I'm not used to it. You heard oh, a lot of smoke in the room too. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, one of the, too, with a lot of smoke in the room, I don't do well with that. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and so one of the, Oh, a super cool thing that she brought up that I forgot to say was if you ever have, if you're ever drinking, and you ever have the desire to smoke while you're drinking, she explained what that comes from. So when you're drinking, um, that the word alcohol comes, the, the derivative of, of the word alcohol that we use now comes from an ancient, uh, an ancient civilization that believed that when you are drinking, that you're inebriated in that drunken state with the alcohol, that it, it um, lays, lays down your defenses um, and allows like spirits to get into you. 
um, and it opens you up to whatever is out there to come inside and, and take you over. And so the smoke is supposed to protect you because smoke ceremonially is a protection. So if you're having a need to smoke, it's because you're your, your body's trying, your spirit, your soul is trying to protect itself from whatever's trying to get inside while you're drinking. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why yeah. you call it wine and spirits. And like, you yes. know, that's what it is. But like drinking lowers down that. The defenses. Yeah. The defenses yeah. And spirits and energies can come in and attach themselves or cling on to you or whatever. And so the smoking's supposed to prevent that. Right. Yes. So the smoking. So when you smoke, if you are going to smoke while you're drinking, um, you should do that. But you blow it on yourself as a protection, like a like you blow the smoke as you're, and know that that's what you're doing, um, to protect yourself. It's kind of cool though. But yeah. So I don't usually smoke. I smoke cigars with my husband every once in a while. But yeah, headache for two days. So I think I'll just stay with the tea for now, um, yeah. and and then try to. Like, I feel like I'm going to be able to use the psychoactive from the, the Blue Lotus to get the messages I'm looking for. But you have to talk to the medicine. You have to tell the medicine whatever it is you want it to know. So, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'll have to give it a try. All right. Well, that's it okay. for this episode. All right. Well, um, it was it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, it was fun. Can't wait to talk about the Pluto and the human design in, in upcoming episodes. Yeah, and that book, because that book episode is going to be really oh, good. Oh, that's right. We're almost at the end of the month. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye.